Your martial arts movie podcast. Aha! I threw that shit before I walked in the room! Featuring Drunken Thai boxer, Will. Too bad you will die. The also drunken wrestler, Mark. I said I don't want trouble. And drunken karate master, Zero. You've lost your boss. And now, call, call, call. I don't come You know, baby. Fists of Fail. All right, Zero. I think this episode's a little cursed. Mm-hmm. This is the first time we've ever flubbed, or I've flubbed this, but... This is our second time recording this intro for this episode because I lost the file. So we're doing this intro again. Well, but... you know, not just you. I also lost the file. So it, it's, it's a joint flub up. Yeah, this movie's joint, cursed. It's a joint mess up. It's a joint curse. Now this is our zombie recording because we're trying <laughs> another pass. But we have the detailed Patreon section already made and we have mm-hmm. our recommendations saved it's just part one of this where we do our general summary unfortunately yeah. got lost in the mail in lost in the mail because yeah. it's a haunted Ooh. <laughs> i from what i remember and this is actually i still hold on to this thought very closely to my heart uh this movie is a very appropriate for halloween i am like i remember saying that yes, very i remember that too. vividly <laughs> i still feel that way because <laughs> uh like this movie it's actually the closest we get to like a, a proper horror film, right? Yeah, yeah. Like in terms of being a martial arts movie, and well, wait, what, what are we talking about today? <laughs> We're talking about Human Lanterns, the movie title that kind of gives away one of the more interesting twists in the movie. Actually, <laughs> I don't know. I uh, when I think about it, I, I so <laughs> watching the movie, I, I guess like I was super oblivious to what the title was like was about it's like oh human lanterns it could literally be anything and i was half expecting it to be supernatural which surprise surprise it's not it's not at all it, it's uh it's almost like a a serial killer like horror film kind of way right it's pretty much a thriller yeah i mean mm-hmm. we have a we literally do have a serial killer he's going around kidnapping women unfortunately torturing them and then creating said human lanterns uh i think we could i think we could spoil exactly what it is but we can get into that a little later sure but um Uh, yeah i I do agree with you this is probably our most appropriate horror slash martial arts mashup because it is it is exactly that a lot of mm -hmm. times in the hong kong movie sphere uh mainly i think because of uh samo's influence it was martial arts horror and comedy yeah. that we were mm-hmm. generally getting and this one is strictly martial arts and horror so it's it's kind of refreshing especially because we also covered against the dark and that movie was absolute <laughs> garbage so uh yeah uh well this is a uh, 1982 this is uh well be well a few years before the mr vampire series and, and encounters of spooky kind so you know it it's it, it's kind of strange because we're talking about Hong Kong, uh, you know, which, is, which is a culture at the time that was very superstitious and did, were not very much into the supernatural. In fact, there's a general fear of ghosts and like horror movies, which is not their forte. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, this movie doesn't have any supernatural, anything supernatural to it, but there's a lot of elements to it that are just like huge taboos in Chinese culture 
So like watching this, I'm like, wow, this actually goes starts to lean into a more um, uh, explicit territory. Do, and do you think you can elaborate know. on that actually? Because I don't know what mm-hmm. the taboos are exactly. I mean, like you know, like you don't really uh, like you don't desecrate bodies like this. Oh, uh, I really, see. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I don't it, think it, you're supposed to do that in any culture. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, you know, but I mean, I feel like Chinese audience is very squeamish back then. And okay, this is early '80s. Um, I mean, yeah, some of the effects are a little bit dated, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but I mean, but I mean, everything obviously is practical. But there's a general sense of good, you know, good production quality throughout the whole movie. Okay, if you recall, like the the sets were like looked really swell. Um, you know, like there's like very massive sets in general because this is a Shaw Brothers film. Um, but also because they have the production value to it. But every once in a while, you'll see like skin being peeled and you're like oh that looks like paper mache <laughs> right i so i'm not the biggest fan of super realistic gore i'm not mm-hmm. a gore hound at all and uh i do appreciate cool gore effects like maybe yeah. like the 90s uh, savini stuff but yeah. um i think what I, I i think watching this was fine for me because of the dated effects like if I, if I were to watch a modern remake of this and we literally see a guy peeling off a woman's skin and it's realistic looking, I, I would, I would ugh, like that would just be too much for me. <laughs> the fact that it looks like somebody took Elmer's glue, the white Elmer's glue, <laughs> let it dry and just slowly peeling it away, that, that makes it a mo- more palatable, I guess, for me. Yeah, yeah. And somehow this guy is able to just peel it off all in one piece. Meanwhile, like I get a canker sore and it's like... <laughs> Anyways, uh, well, what's the story, Zero? Do you remember, or should I should I elaborate? Uh, it's actually pretty simple. Yeah, the story is pretty simple. If I were to make it, I mean, I can literally make it really simple. So basically, these two um, local, I guess, aristocrats, uh, very very well off men. They're kind of rivals, and they bicker and they hate each other. And because uh, one of the men, uh, played uh, played by Quan Tai Chen, he he kind of gets uh, the main character's, I guess, prostitute, like his, mm-hmm. his favorite prostitute, uh, invites her to a party in order to embarrass the main character, who's played by Tony Liu. And because of this, like, he loses face, and so what he wants to do is he wants to beat him in the Lantern Festival, we, oddly yeah. enough, you know, of, of all things, you know, I mean, you know, rich people, when they have money, they they, you know, <laughs> they, they enter these really strange contests. But anyway, so I'm going to invest in crypto. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I want the best lantern NFT. I'm going to go to this really strange <laughs> artist. So anyway, actually, Tony Liu goes to this eccentric lantern maker who turns out uh, he had a physical fight with him years back that we find out. In a flashback, he hires him to make a lantern that will just blow anything that Quan Tai Chen makes out of the water. It's going to be the best lantern in all the land and all the, you know, of all the lanterns ever made. And that pretty much starts the the ball rolling because uh, this lantern maker played by uh, Lo Lie, uh, he what he's he was defeated by Tony Liu in the past. And surprise, surprise, he's still holding a grudge against him. <laughs> so uh, this kind of sparks the serial killer 
instinct in him and causes him to go on a killing spree in order to collect quote-unquote materials to use for the lanterns he's going to make for Tony Liu. Yeah, I already lightly spoiled how he does it, but it, yeah, it, it's pretty gruesome sometimes. Um, I mean, like, yeah, of course, I'm looking past the effects itself, like the idea of what he's actually trying to do, it, it's, un- it's, a, oh, it's unsettling. Oh, it's disturbing, uh, especially yeah. because the first kill we linger on it because they really want to let us know what he's doing and how uncomfortable it is and just that how gruesome the whole ordeal is is becoming in him making these human lanterns yeah. like mm-hmm. we 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 linger on it it makes us feel uncomfortable thankfully with each killing we don't get like 10 minutes of him like giggling and peeling and and repeating the whole thing like we get it after the first one but they really just want to let us know hey this is a really horrific thing that this bad guy is doing for tony liu who is also just a pretty horrible person in order to try to you know (laughs) defeat kuan tai shen in the lantern festival who is also kind of a horrible person too like all the men in this movie movie are just like horrible people (laughs) yeah well, well, speaking of which, yes, Tony Liu, he's kind of really the main character of the movie, yeah, he right? Is. Yeah. You're, you're following him throughout the whole film. And yeah, he's a terrible audience surrogate because he's just a, a, a terrible piece of shit. Um, he's, he, you know, he speaks down to his, his, uh, uh, his wife. He, you know, he, he clearly has like, like an ego to him of oh, sorts. Yes, he's, yes. He, yeah, um, so like you, you definitely don't root for him. Like, there's really no one likable throughout the whole film. So yeah, basically, what perfect horror movie fodder. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is all set up for you know, like kind of what happens at the end. You know, like kind of, but I don't, I don't like, I don't have mentioned any more of that without spoiling the movie. Right. Um, but yeah, like with everyone being an asshole, you're like, you're expecting the the assholes to get their comeuppance. But instead, it's all the innocent women in the film. Yeah, that's that's kind of the frustrating thing. I mean, sure, in all these martial arts movies, at the end, they kind of have to write in people, you know, getting what they deserve. But for me, after the rewatch, it didn't feel as cathartic as I was hoping because the whole movie, you're just stuck with these guys. They're so unlikable. They're so irredeemable. The way that they get what's coming to them at the end, for me personally, didn't feel like it was deserved. And because the women in the movie, the the very innocent women in the movie, are the ones who unfortunately have to succumb to this like brutal, these brutal and horrific deaths. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but somehow we enjoyed the movie. <laughs> like, yeah, this this movie's great somehow. Um, I mean, okay, yeah, like you looking past the you know like how how irredeemable the characters are and the poor treatment very dated treatment of women in this movie uh you know the movie still has some genuinely entertaining qualities to them because like we said before it's an it's a actually great mashup of horror and martial arts which we what we've been doing the show for like three years now and it's like well we finally found one that's like it feels like it's appropriate one because it's not super there's no supernatural elements to it and two like the the serial killer you know played by lolia um he is a genuine threat like both uh, the fact that he has this like devious uh plan to you know kill people but also uh he's a a real physical threat 
you know, like no one can match him. You know, when well, when the movie continues on. Yeah, yeah, so. it's it's kind of weird. So, like, just going back a little bit to the heart aspect, uh, Lolier when he's kidnapping the women, he dons this outfit where he has yeah. the skull mask, and then he has like a red lion's mane, and mm-hmm. he moves kind of like a monkey a little bit, you know, like doing the, that kind of monkey pantomiming movements. It's not scary. But, like, there are moments, because, like, the cinematography in this movie is actually really beautiful. Uh, I love mm-hmm. the way this movie looks. There is this one moment, though, where um, Lolier is, like, kind of creeping behind uh, Tony Liu's wife. And, yes. like, his you can't see his body, and all you see is the skull and the hair. And it's just it looks like it's just a floating skull in the background because of how he's lit. I was like, oh, that's generally creepy. That's, that's pretty cool. That they were right, able right. to like infuse these horror, like serial killer elements in this movie, um, mm-hmm. but then at times the when you see the costume lit, which you really shouldn't, like like <laughs> like, like you know what I mean? Like you, you shouldn't. You don't. Yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. want to see the the xenomorph alien in full light because it kind of ruins oh, no, some definitely. of that mysticism. Like there are scenes when he's kidnapping women in daylight, and it kind of ruins any sort of. I guess threats or horror mm-hmm. to it because you just see yeah. him and he's like grabbing on the trees like a monkey and you're like okay this is this guy must be sweating because that thing looks really hot <laughs> <laughs> yeah the I will say if it weren't for the fact that the story sometimes needed to well I mean for the most part it needed to hide his it's not a it's not a big major spoiler it's so obvious that it's him by the way you know like it's low the like when when you realize that there's this monkey mask guy running around attacking women um you know like it's clear it's clear as day as as lolay's character yeah um but you know otherwise you're watching the movie like yeah like none of the characters know because he's behind this mask he is not really that menacing while he's in the garb he's actually pretty terrifying once he's actually you know it's just lolay just torturing women yeah yeah that, that's <laughs> like, where the real horror actually stems from him being like this yeah. goofy monkey man is not really uh, <laughs> it's not really threatening at all but i will say mm-hmm. when it comes to the action and i'll skip forward yeah, just a little say. bit um mm-hmm. he is overpowered to hell yeah. like <laughs> nobody can fucking touch this guy and it's just yeah. it just makes the like there's there's a 10 minute action scene at the end of the movie it yeah it goes on because he cannot be defeated he's just <laughs> he's fucking invincible I, I will say though the movie kind of it kind of falls apart at the end one in the action department like and yes the, the final segment is very action-packed but in terms of the story and like what happens from the action and you'll you'll know more when we get to break it down even more in the action segment. Uh, if it weren't, I, I don't know. Like it, it just it doesn't make much sense, and it just kind of falls apart at the end. Like even the epilogue in the movie, it's like eh, we really didn't need this. But for the most part, like um, well, action wise, I think the movie is just okay. You know, if we're just talking about the action generally, um, because we're what we're entering. The early 80s, uh, like, we haven't hit the, like, the peak of the 80s uh, action, Hong Kong action movies yet, no, in terms of fight choreography, but this is starting to teeter into that realm of, you know, much better um, uh, fight choreography. It's not so dancey, it's not so pantomime uh, not pan- well, it's not so, like, metronome I mean. Yeah. You know, I feel like um, uh, everyone, for the most part, is starting to evolve their craft a little bit, 
And then we get some Shaw Brothers veterans that come in every once in a while, and they uh, they get a fight scene. And I noticed that that's when the the old old school Shaw Brothers timing of fights starts to show its face. But for the most part, I remember the action being you know pretty okay it's it's nothing to write home about though right it's it's kind of interesting because we get the longer takes we get the appropriate amount of editing and Mm -hmm. different camera angles to vary things up uh for me it's definitely the speed where i notice like okay there's still it's still not feeling natural where somebody would throw these moves at full you know at at, you know at their full power like they're kind of just it almost feels like we're watching um, previs because it's at, you know, it's at a slower pace. They're just, people are trying to get the timing and the blocking, right? For us, we know people can be faster. So this looks a little slow to us, but you know, it's just, it's just how they fought at the time. So it's not, yeah, yeah. there's nothing we can do. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, maybe using the word, like I part of me wants to use the word primitive, but it's like it's it's like a prototype, you know. Yeah. I mean, like that's what we're gonna always echo whenever we talk about like older Shaw Brothers movies. But you know, it's not it's not the late seventies anymore. You know, where we are starting to move in more towards like the more uh, like faster pace, and you know, it, it you know the movie's not terrible. And you're you're right. Like when it comes to the you know the cinematography and the editing you know like they, they make good steps to make sure that it's, it's always interesting and it does help that there's genuine tension pretty much in every fight scene mm-hmm. like you're you know even though you're not you're not technically rooting for anybody you know because you hate everyone in the movie <laughs> like you you generally like feel that there's like a good amount of tension uh, because the villain is just so um diabolical and so evil and also, he his plan of getting these two characters to fight one another like it's it's palpable, like that you know like the the tension between them and the movie just keeps on escalating. So like you know the movie never feels like there's a lull technically until we get to the end. Yeah, but, that's, but whatever, I already said my piece about the movie falling apart <laughs> as the movie goes on. Uh, so for me personally, I don't think the movie falls apart at the end. I just think I I think I would have removed that epilogue in the end mm-hmm. like i think i think well i mean this is a hong kong film i think if we freeze frame that amazing fiery inferno <laughs> at the end and cut the credits like i would have been perfectly fine with that right right all right well we're getting very into the weeds of the the details in the movie so i guess this would be a good time to talk about spoilers <laughs> go into the movie a little bit more right zero yeah yeah sounds good so uh yeah if you want to hear more specifics about the story and if you, you know, specifically spoilers, and if you want to hear a more detailed action breakdown, because we're going to go into it, generally we go about an hour. So if you want more of that, you can subscribe to us on Patreon. It's only a dollar a month, and you get bonus episodes. You could hear yep. us talk about the Gray Man or the Champions uh, with Yoon Bio. That was a fun one you released <laughs> that you forgot to release that I had to remind you about. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, just, you know, I'm, I'm always one step behind, but I'm catching up. I'm catching up. All right. But yes, uh, we're, we're, you can listen to all our exclusive contents, uh, you know, whenever, when we get them to release. We're about to release another one, uh, another horror uh, episode coming out soon for a quick job. But we'll leave that as a you know, little teaser for you guys. So, um, but anyways, uh, on to the spoiler section.
Hey guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We're at the point where we give our recommendations, but there's a whole wealth of audio you would be listening to here if you follow us on Patreon. There you can listen to the entire episode, including an exclusive action breakdown of the fights in the movie. But you can still support us by liking us on all the things and watch this and other episodes on YouTube with visual cues to accompany our discussion. And now on to our final thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, that that's basically that's basically that's uh, it not human lanterns <laughs> yeah that's human lanterns yeah, um yeah. very good. simple story very very yeah. simple but uh yeah good good film good horror they're, good they're, horror they're lanterns made out of humans <laughs> if, if you couldn't human tell by lanterns the is people <laughs> um very good pick i think uh, hell if you if you asked if we wanted to do this for the end of the month i would have been like hell yeah this would have been the the ultimate uh, halloween movie because it's mm-hmm. it's quite literally the perfect definition of a horror film not the scariest obviously i don't think that's even because of the, the fact that this movie's dated but because like it quite feels like a horror film there's it's not a horror comedy it's not like horror with a little bit of con like horror with a little bit of martial arts in it it's like it actually is a perfect you know, it's like a good the, blend the, of horror and good, martial arts. Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it then feels like it's like oh, we need to have. That's not be. It's not gimmicky, right? It's not like oh, it's yeah. a martial arts movie with a little bit of horror in it. It's like no, it's just straight up a horror film, and I, I kind of like that about the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it didn't need to go into the supernatural uh, territory at all, which like, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I do appreciate the film for that. Um, it's it's kind of slow at times, though. I, I won't lie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it, it gets a little slow because we don't get fighting until the hour mark so if yeah. you're if you're looking for action you kind of have to wait for that a little bit but i mean if you're if you want that horror martial arts itch then you know they're they're setting up the pieces we get the serial killer moments you get the atrocities that uh lolier is doing as this weird monkey man skull-faced killer mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> Ghostface Killer sure called himself that. Weird <laughs> skull, no, monkey man skull face killer. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, this is a really good definition of the horror martial arts movie. Like, it's, it's, I'm actually kind of surprised that we didn't see this before. So, um, yeah, good horror, like, good October pick, I think. Much more than Against the Dark, <laughs> for sure. Um, I would recommend it just to watch it from that standpoint as a horror movie um, with a little bit of action in it uh, coming from uh, what, you know, especially from this era. Um, And I think that the martial arts is just okay. It's, it's a stepping stone for, you know, like better, bigger and better martial arts, like, like later in, you know, down the line, but you know, it's not too bad. Um, I think the story is just, super simple but because of these horror tropes it's kind of like what sells it for me so yeah that's my recommendation for this movie zero yeah i mean i agree with everything with that i'll say that this was a tougher watch the second time it felt like a little slower for me as to where Mm. the first time i was absorbing the information i was getting to understand the strife between the main characters tony liu and kwan tai chen and then in this in this second rewatch before we spoke about it i don't know for some reason i wasn't as engaged as i thought i would Mm. be i found myself checking out just a little bit but then 
once we hit the hour mark and we start to get a lot more action and then we get the bananas over the top ending 10 minutes almost 10 minutes worth of fighting it <laughs> it you know it really sucks you back in because lolier our our villain just won't fucking die <laughs> and that's all i could want from a martial arts movie i want our heroes and the police and everyone to just beat the shit out of this guy and set themselves on fire at the end. <laughs> well, um, I'm, I will say that this movie is dated on certain aspects, obviously, you know, because the, all uh, the, the, the treatment of women in the film, but you know, if you can look past it, good film to watch. I, I feel like if they ever remake this movie, it would be like fair to both, you know, both sexes it would be like you know kill women and kill men and you know, then you'll be wondering like why does why do some of the human lanterns look like that and the other ones have pubes on them oh. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that only men don't shave their pubes and women do well that one has chest hair so i guess <laughs> <Okay. laughs> sure. 